This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, yay. Welcome to Enemies. I'm Lisa Traeger, your host. Thanks for coming back. We're off of Yellow Jacket Fever. Huge news, and the episodes keep on rolling. This one is actually within theme. This is a person I feuded with, ignored in public. We've fought together, defended our other people to each other, and um, really just years of conflict, I would say, with moments of peace, and now more peace than ever. But I'm very excited that um, our guest is joining us today. I'll tease it a little bit later. But she's being booked, baby. She's on network television. She's on streaming, premium cable, hosting her own shows, acting, commercials, successful, performing at the comedy store, hot body. Um, I saw on the gram she cut out sugar this week. So um, pay attention to that. I thought this would be the perfect time to record this intro because I went down to the hotel lobby to get a, you know, a nice coffee. It was a uh, normal price around $3. On my way out, no, wow, it's like a little cart thing in the lobby. I see a blue Gatorade Zero. Now, I love that. I am idiocracy come to life. I drink more Gatorade than water. It's disgusting, but I love it. So I go to pay for this Gatorade, $5.25. Not a big bottle, like a normal, what you imagine Gatorade to be. Not a fat daddy, not a tall boy. And it was 525. And I said, no, thank you. And they looked like I was being unreasonable. <laughs> it's like, babe, more than $3 for a small Gatorade Zero, not on this planet. So I'm doing shows and it, it's tough because I'm kind of throwing all caution to the wind, some self-destructive moments and just eating really bad. But yesterday I got to my show and I had to wear an ugly outfit because I don't fit into the pants I brought because I was bloated because I had Jimmy John's two days in a row. Hey, if you'd like to sponsor me, I'll stop talking about all the bloating. And then I had pasta and mozzarella sticks I, I i think i stuttered when i said pasta and i hope you still respect me and i was so sick and i was like chugging coffee and like farting so much before my shows and like thank god one of the openers has colitis so he just understood but now i'm debating again do i order portillo's do you know do i just wait till the club do i have multiple diarrhea meals and not stop like i just don't know what to do but um, yeah, do I get the I want the Boston Market side meals, but they don't make stuffing anymore. I just ugh, like everything is upsetting me. Not really. I will tell you top enemies, though. So I'm at the airport. And this guy is putting something in and out of his mouth. Like, it looks like a Biscoff cookie. So I'm like, is it a cracker? Like, what games is, is he playing with his mouth right now? And you're wondering, wait, you're at an airport. How do you see his mouth? His mask was down. Yes, it was. So I'm watching him, trying to figure it out. It's his little dentures. He is popping his teeth in and out, just the front ones, and playing with them and making like a hole in his mouth. And it wasn't Biscoff cookies. It wasn't a cracker. He was playing push in, push out with his tongue, with his fucking fake teeth and it was sickening so he is definitely the enemy of the week there's really no other competition a frenemy of the week i would say people that come to my shows sit in the front they're so excited but they're wasted it's their birthday and they won't shut up but i can't kick them out because they're in the front and it would disrupt everything and also they're saying nice things like they're interrupting the show by saying you're beautiful and i love you so it's weird to kick someone out but bitch i have jokes to say and you're ruining my life i cannot have an extra compliment being screamed at me but 
I mean, in what world is someone rejecting a compliment? But yeah, I'm so excited for this guest. Actually, someone I fought with. Finally, a former enemy. Um, We get to the nitty gritty and some casual chats about, you know, immigrant life. Um, And like I said, she's been, you know, in Modern Family. She was the host of The New Soup. She was in a show I love called American Housewife. She had her own. I mean, she's just acting. Okay, she's been in Californication. She's been in the office. I mean, she's really crushing it. And she's kind of self deprecating in this. And it's like, bitch, you're booked and blessed and sexy. And before we get started on this episode, I do have to be desperado and remind you to call and email with all of your problems. We want to help. I'm getting great guests with great advice. I can't wait for you to hear those episodes. So don't forget all of your enemy needs 323-677-1943 or email enemiesthepodcast at gmail.com. Now get excited for our guest. We have Jade Cataprada. So the reason it was important for me to have you on uh-huh. was because I did uh, have a personal personality low point with you. And I had to take uh, stock of myself and kind of work on my personality because I yelled at you in an elevator. <laughs> I truly tried <laughs> yeah. to start a fight with you in an elevator. And then I went downstairs and I go, wait, was that fucked up? And all my friends were like, we thought you were kidding. And if that wasn't a joke, that's <laughs> psychotic of you. So, uh, but... I guess we could just start with it, but I thought I would tease it and then move on. But oh, yeah, you... I, like a, I like a good tease. Dun, dun, dun. Well, but then we'll do your history. Yeah. Do you have a lot of enemies? No, you know, but lately I've had some, like, cutoffs of friendships. Maybe it's, like, a lot of COVID stuff or, like... Yes. A lot of it is COVID stuff, but it's like, I think we've just become more honest with ourselves, like wh- how much we can tolerate from people and how much we want to tolerate because life is so short now and we're so much more aware. But would you say hello to these people or if you saw them at a I have party a couple, or is this? I have a couple that I'm like cold to right now, a few people, like I would say maybe like three. And were all the reasons you cut them off kind of similar? Do they have similar Hmm. qualities that fucked with your life? Yeah, a little bit. And I think I have a lot of like, I think you can relate to this. Like I have a lot of weird trauma bonds in comedy, like people that just kind of treated me like shit, but I'm like, we started together. And it's like, they've thrown me under the bus repeatedly. I'm like, that's their thing. That's their personality, dude. And like, I'm such a people pleaser. So yeah, like lately I've been like kind of standing up for myself more. So like those kind of reasons. Yeah. Cause I've had to cut some friends out and have conversations. And a lot of it was, I don't know what it was inside of me that allowed me to accept this type of behavior, mm-hmm. but I can't do it anymore. Well, mine's like dad stuff, but yeah, it is. Dad <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I'm in, cause I'm an immigrant. Yeah. Same. And our conflict resolution in the house has been, um, I've had to outgrow it because in my family, Russian, we would yell at each other, mm-hmm. then silence silent treatment and then mm-hmm. never talked about again no sorries no no nothing nothing is resolved and then you become an adult and people don't like that <laughs> it's very it's like how it happens in my family like i just have to let my sister cool off when she's pissed i'm like that there's no getting through and what about your family and your dad you same mentioned. like yeah they my dad's like really worked on himself and like we're in family therapy now and like my mom too but like when it was bad it was just like get really angry really quickly and then yeah don't talk for like months and then talk again and then never mention never mention the said accident but and do you guys fight in portuguese or in english English, in english mostly with my mom in portuguese but with like my sister in in english yeah 
Wow. And did you guys chalk it up to like, oh, Latin fire? Well, or I, yeah, spicy, I didn't know or? that we were like a super over codependent family. Like I just, I just started writing bits about it because it's like, I didn't realize, like, I thought every family was weird like that. Like just, you know, How codependent, like, like weirdly weird things where it's like, they would get upset if they didn't get invited to parties that we went to stuff like that. It's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the, any parents are coming. <laughs> like, I think we just were such like a family unit. So you guys got along, you tell secrets, like they yeah. know everything about you. I found this, like uh, some footage that I'm putting into like a thing and like eight millimeter fil- film and my sister's like filming and I'm in bed and it's like 12 o'clock on a Sunday. I think it's like Easter or something. And they're like up you know I'm like making jello and my sister like comes into my room and she's like hey get up we're hanging out like blah, blah. and I'm like be fuck off like you know I'm like a teenager I'm like get off and I'm, I'm like I have church tomorrow I went through it like a church phase like a month church phase <laughs> and they she goes downstairs with a camera she's filming all this and she's like Jade's being a bitch and my dad's like oh what's going on she's like she's going to church and he's like what is she meeting a guy there and she's like probably probably fucking the priest and they're like making fun of me fully and I had never seen the video before until like a couple months ago <laughs> I'm like this is unhealthy it doesn't um, seem too bad no it's it's all a joke but we were young you know like she's got like a tiny voice like her voice is higher than how old were you during this like I was probably like 16 17 and she's younger or older yeah and she was like 14 were you guys friends in school yeah yeah, she was, like, friends with my friends. She was, like, cooler than me, like, way cooler than me, like, pierced somebody's belly button once. It was, like, crazy. We were, like, whoa, whoa, that's fucking nuts. And does your family get along with relatives? Not really, no. Like, my dad was an only child, but then my mom, like, we don't, it, I mean, I'm close to my cousins and my aunts and stuff, but not really. So they're grudge holders. They are grudge holders. Is this therapy? Because my parents talk shit about all of our family. And then Mm -hmm. when I grew up and didn't like them, they were like, that's family. I'm like, you talk (laughs) shit about them my whole life. I would have to do like, um, we put safety pins inside of our clothes to ward away the evil eye. And we would do that before we hung out with family. And then they were shocked that I didn't trust or like these people. But they, and I think that's where my talking shit kind of comes from is they talked shit about everybody. And then it's people you love. Because that's yeah. the whole thing. I'm really scared that I'm a toxic person because no. I talk shit about my friend. Like, I do talk shit about... Because, you know, they yeah. say, like, be careful if to hang out with people that talk shit about their friends because you're next. And it is true. Well, it's like, yeah, when somebody, like, it's cheats true. on their girlfriend to be with you, you're like, they're going to cheat on you. <laughs> like, however you got them, it's going to happen to you again. But what if it is true love? Are you a Real Housewives person? Yeah, of course I am. Well, Eileen. Eileen and her husband from Beverly Hills. The uh-huh. soap act, Like, I believe in their love. <laughs> Wait, that's such a far away thing. She's my, num- she's my favorite. That's who you're 100% favorite. I love Beast How Dare You is one of... But I like the chiller housewives. I don't like the drama. Mm-hmm. I want Robin from Potomac. Like, Oh, wow. You're Carol. great chill. Yeah, I just want... When I think I'm of my Rena drink person. dinner... That's just who I want to hang out with all the time. Who? Renna. Lisa Renna. Yeah. I saw her in a Delta lounge once. Oh my God. Did you think it was me from a distance? Do you think? No. <laughs> no I'm kidding. You look, you, you look like a not fake version of Delilah Bell, maybe. Wait, I don't know who that is. Which the daughter. Is that? Her daughter. Lisa Renna's daughter. Oh yeah. Oh Delilah. my God. Fuck. I'll take that. Jesus. She's so, um, there's so much elasticity in her body and face still, it's, you know? Yeah. Like she's so young. I miss, like, I didn't, I like getting all this kind of freaking me f- the fuck out. It nobody is. warns you. People warn you, but nobody really warns you. I don't like care about stuff. the physical stuff as I much do. at the moment. To me, I am 
I wish societal pressures weren't getting to me right now, but I don't have certain skills or things that I thought I would have by this age. And that's been, yeah, but everybody feels that way, but that's like comparisonitis. That's like, it's like following some kind of like weird thing that we think that we like need to follow. And my thing is like, I think I need to look a certain way. You know, it's like all bullshit, but it feels like you're really like growing and working on yourself. And that's hardcore therapy for sure. Not hardcore. I just like, I trust her. And so then I do the things Yeah, because I do want to fall in love. I do want to have good friendships. I don't want to fight with my friends. My friend told me, she goes, it's embarrassing to fight with people. You're not fucking she like friendship should be easy and maybe once in a while, but like you have conflict, but you shouldn't be constantly fighting with your friends. Yeah. And that just became a pattern for me. No, I definitely have that too. I have to like back away and be like, okay, I'm fighting with all my friends. Like that's gotta be me. I'm the one thing that's like common denominator. So I was hanging out with my friend Veronica, who's like like an art teacher, you know, she's not in this biz and it was her birthday. She hung, all her friends came over and then afterwards I was sleeping over. And so I was like, intimate. give me the like who do you hate you know because yeah. I was I came to town for her birthday you're like and, now spill and she goes no I like everyone I go no one annoyed you and she was like no <laughs> and she just she had nothing she was like you need to maybe hang out with less dramatic people and I go I don't think that's possible for me <laughs> so I didn't even realize there are regular people yeah. who just like like their friends he did not get it. I'm sorry. I'm too. Do I loyal. have a big booger? It's just a little tiny one. You got I'm it. I'm so embarrassed. No, my God. I was actually at a dispensary with someone, and I was flirting with a girl who was selling the weed, and I was, thought I was doing a good job, and then my <laughs> friend was like, "You have a booger." <laughs> I was so upset. It's like, tell me after. Like, don't tell me in front of the girl on top of it. She had nothing to say badly about her friends, and it felt so nice. I'm in that place right now because I'm like, I can go really dark really quickly, so I have to like, like constantly all the bullshit that you have to do like throughout the day, like the affirmation, stretching, like I have to do it all day to like not fucking peek down or peek up. I have to keep myself like, and stand up does not help. Um, Yeah, if I work out, if I'm working out, I'm in a good place. If I'm not, like, don't just, yeah. But, like, it's so funny because today, like, coming here, I was thinking about, like, the very first time. Do you remember the yeah, very first Sabrina's time Yeah, at Sabrina's house. No, it was my oh. apartment in New York. Oh, my God. Yes. You yeah. had a fancy, fancy apartment. I know. I was, like, on TV for a second, and we're going to, like, we're going to live forever. And well, then, and your boyfriend yeah. at the time also got, like, a high-power job, too. Yeah. Where you both were kind of, like, this power Yeah, moment. we were bawling. We're like, let's fucking spend all our money on this penthouse. And then we were like, oh, fuck. Well, you know what I remember from that <laughs> night yeah. was there was another person there, a boy, and he was eating chips, and they kept falling from his mouth. And I think we were laughing about it. He Who could. Was it? it was Andrew Collin. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> Oh, I love Andrew. I haven't seen him in so long. But he long. couldn't keep the chips in, and the that. Pringles were just falling everywhere, and I was livid. But were you friends with Sabrina, or how did that? How did we end up at your apartment? Nick had just done like some like comedy thing with her, like where they did, each did like a thirty minute or like a fifteen minute Comedy Central thing, and we were watching it. I think that night. Oh my god! Yes, they were on a TV show together. Yeah. And was I, it Adam Devine's house party? It might have been Adam yes, Devine's house party. That's what it was. And Jesus, that feels like such a long time ago. It was. It was my first TV credit. I did the first season. So it, that's it, that's probably 2016. 2012 20, is when I did it. No, but they did it. Like because like, I because Manhattan Love Story, the sitcom on it was on was in 2015. So that's when I was in New York filming it. That was I only got, a year before the election. There's no way. That's crazy. That can't be possible. That's when I lived there. No, wait. When was the sitcom? No, it had to be... Yeah, that's when it was. Manhattan Love Story fans out there, you get... 
<laughs> right? That was a big deal, yeah? It was a huge deal for me, and it got canceled, like, before the first season even ended. Because the crazy. main girl is America's Next Top Model, right? Yes, Annalie Tipton. Yeah. Friends or no? Yeah, we're friendly. <laughs> we're friendly, but I think that I wanted to be closer to her because we played best friends, and so I'm like, let's hang out, and she's more like... I'm doing my thing, you know, professional. Um, yeah, I'm like, I want to be, I want this to be a family, but we all got close towards the end of the show. Like we all got closer. We're all very different, but we got close. But speaking of your ex, you guys are in the same industry, probably had the same yeah. friends. Do you see each other around? Dude, I've never, I was just talking, I saw Johnny Pepperton the other night. Okay, by the way, great. So fucking funny. He is. He I, was just on Law and Order SVU. He just did our podcast, I mean, on my other podcast. Amazing. He's like always working, so pleasant, so funny. We're fucking so love the different guy. though. He's so secretive and won't tell anyone anything. I'm like, if I have a call back, there's a group text. <laughs> Yeah, because he like books all the time. He doesn't care. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, I had a call this morning. Um, Yeah, but I'm talking to him and I'm like, I haven't seen any of like, I haven't even seen Nick at all since we broke up, which was like almost maybe five years. I don't know time anymore after COVID. Wait, you've never run into each other. Not once. Isn't that wild? Well, I'm in a big fight right now with one of my oldest friends. Oh, bummer. And we're not speaking. Yeah. And what we were do? both at Soul Cycle directly <laughs> staring at each other like it was the movie Bride Wars. Listen, you have to pick, you have to claim a Soul Cycle. You can't. Whose is it? Who lives closer to it? Um, she definitely introduced me to Soul Cycle, but I'm not stopping going. <laughs> There's it no fucking more, way. Isn't it so awkward though? I hate it. I it hate was. that feeling. Because also, if we were in the same row but further apart or whatever, yeah. that wouldn't be okay. That would be a little more normal. Yeah. We were sidebar staring at each other. Oh my God. That's why I can't. I, like, I can't even I watch would that say shit hi, on TV. But I've been told she refuses to be in the same room as me. And she told our friends, she goes, I will not be. I refuse to be around her. So, so you're, like, your timeout. <sighs> Yeah, but I feel free because we had this honest conversation because, yeah. um, like, you know, I want to work on all my friendships and it. we didn't see eye to eye, but I feel I said what I said and I meant it. So there's really nothing I can do past that. That's the bummer. Like, even if I miss this person. But yeah, that's what I was going to say, because like, that's your friend. Like, you know what I mean? The bummer is that like you neither of you get the friendship. But I think sometimes like some of my friends use it against me. Cause they know that hurts me when they don't talk to me. Cause I rather like talk it out and be cordial. And like, I think they'll just punish me and be like, no, we're not talking. Like, and they know that gets me like, Rah, like, so you don't hold a grudge. Like you want to talk things out. Yeah. I usually want to like, I've cut some people off. Like I said, like, well, well did you give them a shot? Like, were, were you yes. willing to talk with them? And then it just like, they weren't years of like the repeated same argument kept happening and like, you know, stuff like that. Like, but yeah, I, I really usually like want to make things okay because I'm an immigrant. I feel that thing of like, I need to feel like everyone's happy with me. Like it's codependency and immigrant. I, and, yeah, I have a pattern of getting really, really close to someone mm-hmm. and that, cause you get not judged, but like people respect you more when you're like, this is my friend from kindergarten. Right. And so if you have a series of like broken friendships. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I've known her for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. No, it does. But you know what? Sometimes we're different people. Like, we grow, we become different people, and friendships sometimes, like, don't grow at the same time. And people have time, you know, when they're apart. Like, but I was really bummed because that night when I met you, I really fucking liked you. We had, like, this great night. Yes. And then it started snowing, and I gave you one of my favorite gap scarves. Did you ever get it back? Never. Never. I didn't and, bring it the night. Na- oh, wow. And I think, I thought we were going to, we were going to maybe hang out again for something else, and then 
I don't remember when all this. Well, su- I remember the stuff Sabri- So what happened at Sabrina is she yeah. invited us both over to yeah. write or like have a fun day at her apartment yeah. in Williamsburg. And you um, started kind of talking shit about one of my close friends. Wait, I was there at Sabrina's house? Yes. That's like. I don't remember her That's house why in at the all. future you were like, what is your deal, bitch? And I was. Because what I've learned about yeah. myself is I took on other friends' beefs. Wait, wait. Thinking it was loyalty. Repeat this to me because I don't remember ever going to Sabrina's house. Oh my like, God. Ever. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, because his, okay. um, so my friend. I guess we'll bleep the name. So, like, this was about. And so yeah. you guys had this thing in Schaumburg with yeah. Bobby Lee, I think. Yes. And it was, she felt like she was being very mistreated. It was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. Yeah. And she did not have a favorable opinion about either of you. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I am done doing this, but like I take on other friends problems because I think that's loyalty. Right, 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 right. And that's immature. That's like very Boston of you. You're like, I got this my friend right here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not like... good. Cause yeah, I, have, I get that. Because I met someone and my, I knew my friend didn't like them and I kind of gave them the cold shoulder for a bit and now we talk and I'm like, that sucked that I did that. This, yeah. What you guys had had nothing to do with me, but I was very like villain reality show. But I don't remember going to Sabrina's house because I remember not knowing when it turned for you. And like knowing that you were upset with me because I went to a club and they were like, we're so sorry. Like we're really good friends with Lisa and she doesn't want you to do this show. And I was what like, what was it? That's weird. It was like some small, whatever show in New York. And I was like, people's what? money. No. Cause you did cake shop. I remember cake shop. Yeah. Th- I remember that you did do cake shop. We rode the train together. So I wonder if the Sabrina hang was after that or before I that. like literally have zero memory. That's, That's so how much of a stoner I am. It was yeah. like such a big, uh, like, yeah, I don't remember it at all. Like, I don't remember where she, where did she live? Like slowly drive, <laughs> drive me through it. So she was living in Williamsburg and she just invited us over. She likes people coming over and she's yeah. very hospitable. I think there might've been snacks or hangout. And then yeah, it sounds like a Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah, going to write, yeah. we were going to write. And then you, you started talking about the Schomburg moment. Yes. But you were talking about not a favorable way to me. And so I was just like, I started a fight with you then and there. And it's, oh I like God. that you don't remember it. Did though. I blank it out? Because I was like scared or something happened. I was literally zero memory in my head today. I was like, when did like I tell her about the thing or did somebody tell her about the thing? Like, but it's also like knowing all of that. It's like, she might have had a heightened sensitivity in that moment because you guys are best like, friends. Dude. And she didn't know you. Like, who knows what happened there in Schaumburg? There's so many things that happened in Schaumburg. Okay, this is so... No, I was, like, so interested in breaking this down with you because Amazing. it's so crazy because a lot changed for me after... This is weird. It's not like I had a Crystalia thing happen to me, but, like, when he got canceled, like, that moment, something in my brain, like, shifted, and I realized how much it affected me, like, the broiness of it all. I didn't really understand that I was just like, yeah, this way, like, you know, and I was very protective of like being the girl with Bobby on the road. Yeah. Very protective of it. And because it was the only thing I had, I was seeing every other fucking dude get every other opportunity. And this is literally the only road gig I could get. And we walked up and we seen and she's like literally in a dress, like a gown. Okay. Yeah. Like what looks like a shiny prom dress, like pearls, 
Like, I just did not understand it. And I think I was very jealous of it, too. Now, like, looking back on it, because I felt really stuck on this structural, like, this is what I'm one of the bros. Like, that's why they like me. I've been there. We've all been there. I right? excused bad male behavior even towards me because exactly. I wanted to be in with the cool exactly. boys. For sure. Especially in comedy. If you wanted to perform or work at all, you couldn't be really like, it was ballsy. What was doing like she knew who she was she knew she was funny enough to dress however the fuck she wanted to dress and like that was her persona like and my persona was just this, like i used to i horrible i can't even i'm looking through old footage going who put me up um and i think that i was like challenged by that and i think we were both like who's this fucking chick wearing a fucking shiny ass prom dress you know and i think she had mentioned something about hanging out with nick and i was like over jealous about nick too at the time because i was insecure and and we just were like kind of being mean to her and then we invited her to this dinner on this text chain and she didn't know we were on the text chain she thought it was just the sound guy yes and she texted back being like i don't want to hang out with them they're like taxing and talentless or something like that like crazy and we saw it and we were like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so then the saga continues and bobby's like bring her over here and she like had already left and it was this whole thing and then i i don't think she even did the sunday show like she decided not to do the sunday show but it was like such a it was my fault as well but i all i could see was like what she called me talentless like of course my own ego of like she's giving me a reason to well, be upset also i bet know? it's embarrassing getting caught talking shit so i'm sure there especially was embarrassment especially about her. the headliner too like yeah. somebody that she wanted to work with i mean bobby was like big deal even back then and so yeah there's so many layers to like why we all got upset like what you know blah yeah, blah blah because when i was hearing about it it was yeah. like they're telling me that i can't dress the way i need to dress <laughs> That I, I have to this. wear pants and I'm trying to think that because I forgot about the text with the sound guy, but that was yeah. obviously that's when a it was like, thing. however, though, I do take responsibility for like putting my own shit into it because now I can see it back then. I was like, what the fuck should call me talentless? Like, that's so not cool. Well, cause that, what does that have to do with dinner? You could go to dinner with someone. I you think don't she think, just yeah, like, didn't like us and was it. like over us. Yeah. And then like, I actually squashed it because we worked together. We like had a show TV show together. And at the time, I mean, ended up being nothing, obviously but at, at the time we're, we were like, this is good. This has a lot of promise, you know? So we're like, let's like be cool and cordial and make this good. And we squashed it. So we've been cool. But then I think you disliked me even past me and, but I don't know why there wouldn't be cool. I think at the, at that time you were just like used to it, the rhythm of it. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I knew that you guys had squashed it or something Yeah, or maybe had forgotten. I yeah. don't even know. I don't think you are like, Hey, who have you squashed beef with <laughs> since we've talked last? Well, cause I but. do remember you doing that cake shop. Cause I try not to fuck with people's money. Uh, I finally got to headline a club. I'd wanted a headline for so long. Yeah. And I found out my feature was someone I really didn't get along with in Chicago. Oh no. And I was like, I'm not taking this away from her. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking with someone's money. Yeah. And then she was so awful to me. Like she wouldn't even say hello or thank you. And it's like, you can say hi. Come on, dude. And then I was like, you know, yeah. this is my dream weekend. I've worked hard to be able to perform here. And I should have maybe like asked her and brought someone that I wanted more. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. Especially in comedy. Yeah. Like I have kind of a tension right now. And like, I didn't know this person was going to be on their show. And, and the other day and I walked up and that person was on stage and I had to go on next. And I was just like, ah! like well, that's what's I, wild about the comedy yeah. store that is unique to the store is yeah. you have to bring up who's next. Oh, yeah. There's not a host. Yeah. And I have brought up someone that I don't. Uh, yeah, we have beef. 
That sucks. I've, you know, yeah. you have to give compliments up top. Hey guys, midway through the episode, are you loving it? You're loving me? You're obsessed? Well, do me a huge favor and call in with your problems. 323-677-1943. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't have any beef with anybody on the lineup at the store tonight or at, like who's regular there right now, which is such a, ah, but then there's every other club, you know what I mean? So I got my, I got mine too. Well, it's also so wild thing, like hearing you talk about the Schomburg, just to go yeah. back to that, because you're, you were like, oh, I felt insecure, maybe jealous that she got wore this gown. Yeah. <laughs> but her perception of you was not that it was like, this right. co- like yeah. she thinks she's so cool and hot, you know, yeah. that's so funny. Right. Everybody that, well, there's like a million sides to every story, obviously, yeah. but I knew that it was like kind of a misunderstanding when I became friends with her and we were like, really like, she's so funny and like, we really got along. So I was like, this was obviously like such a dumb first and impression. that was with Blair who's doing Corden tonight oh yes <laughs> I just saw her the other day I was like we we're talking about what she's gonna wear I do you feel pressure like what the fuck do we wear like and then every time I see what I chose on stage I'm like that doesn't look good while I'm doing stand like it's just such a hard thing for me to find well Sabrina's wife is a stylist and every yeah. time she dresses me I feel amazing she looks amazing all the but time but one time for, I did Seth Meyers yeah. and she did not like the shoes I picked, but I was yeah. like, I want to wear them. And at a certain point, she just allowed it. You got to be comfortable, yeah. But years later, yeah. I <laughs> was able to be like, I just saw the photos and you were so right. And those shoes were Dude, really terrible. So many photos haunt me. Just horrible hairlines and weird makeup and yeah, and we're, weird snaps of us like not fully smiling. And like, I love that there's photos at every show, but I also hate that there's photos at every show. Like, I was bitching to a photographer you know, about that once, yeah. and the response was, you can always say no. And I go, oh, I didn't even think about that. I would always say yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> but then you're the person who's like, don't take photos of me. Like, what the fuck? That's so But also, rude. not all photographers are good, and that's what they don't understand either. Yeah. No, I just feel like sometimes, like, the ones they post, I'm like, just send me a few and, like, let me choose. to Give me some kind of sense of, like it's my image that you're posting like a little bit, but I want to know, do they think I look good or are they trying to fuck with me or no. they don't care? Or do they I just think, always look they terrible? Think the photo <laughs> looks good. So it's like about the photo for them. It's not like necessarily about how good the person, like they think the person looks good enough. It's because they're posting it. But that hurts my heart and brain. Dude, every photo <laughs> lately that I've been seeing, I'm like, no, oh, why those pants? I don't know. But I, I like fashion. Like, not really. Yeah. I don't do it on my own or hair and makeup. I, it, like, but I love working with professionals. I love it. If I could, could just have, like, oh, my God, for, like, getting dressed, if somebody could just, like, send me a rack of stuff to look through. Mm. Oh, the dream. But I like yeah. doing it, too. Like, I'm going to Zara after this. It's kind of like a to-do for me. I know. It's just harder when you don't fit into lots of stuff to go shopping. It's, like, not as fun. But everybody has a weird body. You know what I mean? But I went, uh, I was in San Francisco, and we were vintage shopping, and I was, like, with my young friend, and she was like, this and this, and I go, I I found one shining sweater, but... um, I like to get a lot of stuff, like, cut and read, like, these pants I got, like, really super, they're, like, almost men's size, and then I just get them tailored and for like 20 bucks yeah i go well i just go to milton eddie's in burbank <laughs> you go all the way to burbank yeah they're open 24 7 it's really wait convenient. is this a famous place you said it so yeah. nonchalantly like i would know what that is yeah it's like a hollywood it's open 24 7 and they do like and it's like a colorful like black and white and pink building it's like and this they big just thing. do hemming they and do tailoring. alterations and um 
I don't work for them, by the way. So, so I don't know why I'm but like, this is amazing. but I should get a discount. Um, and they do dry cleaning 24 seven. It's so convenient. Wow. I love it. Cause that's the, like the whole joke. Sex in the city too. Carrie Bradshaw's running and like, I love the, it. The dry cleaning is closed. Dude, I, yeah. That's how I am. I, I miss rent the runway. I miss like having it need to be dressed up all the time. Oh, there is it not. A no, it's still going, anymore? but I'm just not like really, I mean, do I need clothes for the one thing I'm doing in this two weeks? I don't know. I'm not going out as much. I'm just starting to. Well, do you think it's because you're in a relationship? Yeah. When he's here, I'm just like up his dick. And that's all I want to do is like watch Love Island and be high and like be home with him. That's um, all I want to do. And what is your conflict style within a relationship? What do you mean? Like what? what like you when you guys argue. Oh, um, I, I have really low patience, little patience. I can be like a little bit snappy, like idiot. <laughs> like I'm just kind of like I get mad in the moment. I have to like calm down and apologize. Yeah, it's that's tough. my thing. Because like someone, because uh, sometimes you snap and then that, that person doesn't isn't used to it and they put meaning onto the snapping and you're like, this is just how I communicate. Yeah, no, and he's so sweet. He's so patient. I've never met anyone hot too like that. So it's really fun. <laughs> it's fun to ha- date someone hot. It's weird. I look at him and I'm like, why are you with me? <laughs> what have I done to deserve it, babe? Um, and you. But guys I think about the kind of. I think about the kind of girl like that, like people picture him with, you know what I mean? Like if we were on love Island and some hot girl came in, they'd be like, that's more of a pair. There's no way you could be on love Island. Hell no. In my bikini. Like there is a Jade right now. And I'm like kind of rooting for her. No, you could totally be on love Island. Oh my God. That's such a nice thing to say. <laughs> you could totally be 37 years old. Stand up comic. Um, how did you pass the first interview? Yeah, no, I'm sorry, because I've tried to do jokes about this, but like, um, I think you're hot, hot, but in terms of <laughs> a lot of people, well, yeah, why are you funny? Because a lot of people that are just hot, hot are boring. So it makes sense why some like a hot guy would want to be with a right, like, fun girl. Right, right. It's probably more fun for him than like some dumb hot girl who's like, you know, but did you watch the movie Don John? No, what is that? It's with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You've never seen it? Oh, yes, I have SF with Scarlett Johansson. Like, she is the epitome of, like, hot, dumb bitch to me, uh, Mm -hmm. where it's like, why? I know she's hot, but she won't let you clean your home. I know. Yeah, there's a lot. Are you watching Love Island Australia right now, by any chance? Australia? Yeah. No. Oh, that's the base one. Oh, you never seen no. it? I, I got. I was oh. in Love Island before it truly popped. I was like, and then I gave up a little bit. I have not given up. I've been going strong. I was at my sister's house, like, helping her pack, and I was so into the last U.S. Well, I was one. pissed because I wanted to work for it. I, I forced me, my way into meetings. I was like, but you know what? Writing stuff. on that show is really hard. We have a f- bunch of friends who did it and they, you have to like be in this like little tin thing, like in the middle of the forest by yourself. Like, but writing. you are on an Island, but you're in like a little, c- c- like packing container, like by, in a little dark container by yourself, like writing, watching them. I loved when Camila, she got like fingered. Do you remember that? Like she, she, the one that was a good person that was like uh, saving. What are those landmines? She was like what? searching for landmines. That was her day job. Like everyone's like, I oh, I'm a receptionist. Oh, I'm yeah. a model. And she yeah. was like, I yeah. I look for landmines. Yeah. Whenever countries. I kind of remember her like very faintly in my because right now I'm so deep in Australia. Like that's all I can think, kind of think about. <laughs> It like kind of takes over your brain. I mean, it's like something like 50 episodes or something. It's a lot. It's, yeah. Because in England, it airs four or five nights a week. Yeah. And then it's done and you're like, I miss Aaron and Jess and Mitch. Do you have what the water bottle? I do, but it's total piece of shit. It's like ruined a couple purses of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. It leaks. 
but I thought it would, but I like it anyway. I got it for my whole staff on the soup. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Was we'll that get. fun? How do you oh how God, does it feel being number one on a sheet and how you treat people or like I mean it was or, I barely got to do it. You know, it was so much like getting to it, like pre production stuff, interviews, like thousands, just like press, blah blah. It was so exciting. And then we did five episodes and then COVID hit. And then we did thirteen episodes in COVID, like just me in a huge room with like two camera dudes and my showrunner. Wild. And that was it. And that was it. And then it's done. Yeah. So it was like kind of a wild, weird, incredible experience, obviously. Like, oh my God, the billboard. I was like, uh. <laughs> would go late at night and just masturbate to it. It's great. Is this a thing for you in terms of friends being uh, happy for you or not when you're oh, in a dude, competitive it's field? It's so interesting because like, you know, when you get it, everybody's like sucking your dick mm. like the, for a few weeks and people are like, how's the soup still? I'm like, oh, you've never seen it. It's like been canceled for over a year. No, people will be Literally. like, well, what happened to that show you sold? Yeah. I'm like, four years ago, <laughs> yeah. it didn't go. You're like, I sold it. I spent the money already. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, people don't like keep up. It's just, it was so like so much promise. But Wait, I never thought about that. People tr- suddenly treat you different. Oh my God. I was getting like cousins I had never heard of. Like, cause it was, com- it came out in Brazil and it came out in, fr- it came out in all these big countries. Wow. So I was doing all these interviews in Portuguese and stuff. So my family was like, oh my God, like, and, uh, so I was getting a lot of like weird cousins from the bush and, um, a lot of comics that I haven't heard from in a long time, like sending me their writing package directly to my cell phone, like via text. I mean, you know, I don't fault them. Like sometimes if I feel like I'm right for something and I know someone on it, I'm like, dude, like we put in a good word. You know, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Transparent asking, but just sending a packet. I've got. Yeah. And then there was like, there was this one girl that I used, I had weird tension with from a long time ago. We were on a show together and we were both treated pretty shitty, but I was like kind of treated shittier. She didn't really like stand up for me. And she was like, we ran into each other at like a commercial audition. She was like, dude, I just want to apologize. And then like two days later we got her package and I was like, Oh no. But whatever, dude. We all we're just trying to survive. I know, but there was one show where I got an audition sent, and I go, I talk so much shit about this show, I cannot audition for this. Oh my god, I would god. be a hypocrite. I, I want to hear all the shit. It was uh, crashing. Oh, I wanted that so bad. I know it's hard what care. we do because it's like it's hard to be happy for each other because sometimes it does feel like there's only so many slots. Like there's only so many space. Everybody's a fucking comic now. And it's like, we don't even get to be live comics and be good club comics anymore because every fucking kid is putting stuff on YouTube and TikTok and like selling out weekends. Like what the fuck? I'm overwhelmed by it. Like I have interns and I still don't, I can't get it done. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, just edit it for me. I can't watch my footage. I hired a TikTok It's a nightmare. I, I need to get his number, literally, yeah. if you're okay to share. He's doing good. One of my videos has a million views. That's just all you need. Me. <laughs> That's all you need. You sell a theater from it, literally. Except I posted one joke about my nephew and his girlfriend, and I got a text from him saying she felt so uncomfortable and sad. Well, and that's what you get for having a comic in your life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome to it. But I felt so... I mean, they're teens. You know what I mean? But... Who cares? I agree. I know I get it, but like, who cares? But if she felt embarrassed... I mean... You it got happens. a thong stuck in the car. Like, we we That's found your crazy. thong. He was like, she doesn't like the way she's being portrayed. I'm like, she left the thong in but the I car. But I get it. No, I find myself, that's the one thing that I'm proud of myself. I do not find it hard to be happy for others. Yeah. And when I do sense jealousy, it's because I didn't do something. Right. It's like, because I didn't send in an audition that I should have. Even my acting coach was like, have you seen this? You should read for it. And I, for some reason, didn't. And then when I saw who got it, 
I was like, oh, it's because I didn't even try. And like, so I didn't have control. And so it's always back to me. But for some reason, I find that because it's like, I can't do the things a lot of people are getting. I want to be rich, but I'm not going to sit in a room and write on a show for 10 hours a day. That's not my life. Exactly. Yeah. I just really want a house with a yard so I can be hanging out with my boyfriend. Yeah. That's like money. Yeah. It's money. It's like, and you do these things. I mean, like my entire morning was like making tapes. Like I'm just making tapes all like, that's my whole life. Like, and I just have to be cool. What do you mean making tapes? That's how uh, we audition now. Like we just have to make these fucking tapes. And like, (laughs) you know, like I much rather go in in person, obviously, but like, this is the way it is. So I have to adapt. And like, I just don't like it because I'm always like, Oh, I don't look cute there. Or like, it's too big. Or it's, I don't know how to judge it. Like I want to be directed. I'm like, tell me what to do. It feels like everything's kind of changed for me. Like with COVID because getting to be in the room is like how I book things. Cause there's not a lot of comics like in my age range of like types of roles I'm going in for. These girls are good. They're like improvisers and you know, but a lot of them are just like models. And so I had that like edge of making them laugh in the room or something. Like I could always tell a joke and then they'd be like into me, even though my acting was probably not as good as theirs. I could like kind of lie. And now like everything is in the tape. Now they could see that I'm like kind of a shitty actor. Sucks. No, you are. Yeah. You don't think you're hot or a good actor, but you are a professional person on television. But I would like to be in more <laughs> acting stuff. Obviously that's my, like, that's, that's my dream. thorn. That's my thorn. Well, no, cause, uh, we talked about the money and that's my thing where it's like, I just love my life so much, but I live like the big Lebowski. Like I'm very <laughs> uh, chill except spots. Like I like to do lots of spots, but that yeah. doesn't seem like work to me all day. Like people work all day. We have to work all day. Like that's like my schedule. Like after seven, I can do stuff for myself, but I'll still kind of be working, like watching TV just a psycho when I'm in work mode. I don't have like a medium. I'm either like, or I'm like, like, or I'm in bed, like eating in bed. (laughs) Yeah. Cause the friendship that I recently had to end was about the happiness. That was one element that just couldn't work for me anymore. I go, I can't really have a friend in my life where I, I can't just immediately call you with good news. I have a lot of friends like that. That sucks I for know. us. They're like, fair. what is it, fair weather friends? Like, they're only there for you when you're doing bad, like, because they kind of thrive on it, like, making you feel better. But when you're doing really well, it makes them feel kind of like, where do I fit into this equation? To me, it's like, who cares who charters the yacht? Like, that's how I feel. Me too. I'm like, come along on this journey. If you were nice and cool to me, I'd buy dinner for you all the time. Like, yeah, because just be cool. Our friend group, we always thought one of the entertainment people, like we would be able to go on below deck and get the yacht. (laughs) But now our friend who's in arts management is now uh, doing it for two billionaires. So now it's her. So now all of a sudden she's going to hopefully she's balling. She's going to get the yacht. I want to be invited to the random yacht party. <laughs> I want to be on Below Deck. Well, so I, that's the bad. one show I've never gotten into. I it's can't believe it. So fun. I mean, I need to get into it. I'm not hardcore. I haven't watched every season, but when I'm in, it's like a good time. It's. I, I don't know why. Just dip your toes in. Wait, do you watch? Are you Winter House? Do you watch Winter House? Uh, no. Very triggering for me. Just a lot of alcoholics. And then, uh, did you watch? Are you watching Salt Lake City, Utah? I'm going to when it's all out. No, I just went on a little Bravo break, but I am going to 100% dive back in and like catch up on all of it. But I just have to be in the spirit. I got into Ink Master, like Drag Race. Drag Race is my, like can't make fast enough for me. I know. I want to have Roxy Andrews on this podcast because to me, she's an amazing friend, obviously. Mm-hmm. She should have been sent home three or four times, but her friends couldn't do it because she's they that her. good of a friend. Yeah, there's a lot of oh my god, there's a lot of drag queens you should have. This well, Thorgy Thor, I want to have. Thorgy, oh, 
I love them all. There's a, there's a new show where they're like singer. It's a singing competition for drag queens. Yes. Queen of something. Queen of the universe. Queen of, Queen of the Trixie universe. Trixie Mattel, Vanessa Williams, and I don't know who else. I forget. Maybe I forget Ross completely. Matthews? Maybe. No, no. no. Okay. Well, let's, so let's hit up Montreal. Okay, let's, let's get let's dial into, up. Let's do Montreal. Okay, wait. There's another thing that happened before oh. Montreal. Oh, what is it? Okay, I reach out to you, and I was like, "Let's squash this on Instagram, uh-huh. or maybe fa- whatever social media." Like, I don't think oh it was God, via I'm text. I'm so scared. And I was like, "Let's squash this. This is so dumb." And you're like, "Yeah, this is so dumb." And I was like, "Let's get coffee." And you're like, "Okay, yeah." Or no, you didn't respond to that. And so I was like, "Cool, we're cool." And then I, I think I shot a commercial with this girl, and she's like wait and i'm like telling her something and she goes oh my god this girl talks shit about you on a podcast <laughs> and i go what and we she plays it for me oh and, my god. and it's you going like telling you tell the whole story and you go i don't want to fucking have coffee with her this fucking bitch i don't want to go have, and you're like saying something to that <laughs> and i'm like she doesn't want to have coffee with me at all she lied to me <laughs> so oh then i'm pissed and then that's where like we are i think before Montreal. Total blank on that. Damn. But you know, I've been trying to like get people from all these different industries to come on and talk shit. And a lot of industries don't do that. Like wrestlers don't talk shit about each other. Chefs don't do it. We didn't really talk shit. But the fact that I went on a podcast and full on was telling people business is insane. But also the girl was not in the comedy world at all. And nobody in the comedy world had ever said anything to me about it. I was like, why didn't somebody say it? Like, I think it might have, I think Rojo might have been on the podcast with you. Like somebody who's really close to me. And I was like, why didn't you say anything to me? And it was like a dude thing where it's like, why? Like, it's not a big deal, you know? And I was, so anyway. No, that's fucked up. It's like so immature and weird. But so then, so all of that. So we're, you're sitting with um, Alex, I feel, from Point Grey. Is that it? I don't know if she wants to be included in this. I don't remember who that is. She, oh, yes, I was with Alex. Cool girl. Yes, 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 yes. And Eugene Merman was there, too, because I remember going up to him and being like, oh, I'm a Russian Jew. I'm from where you are. And yeah. he goes, I don't really care to do this with you right now. <laughs> he had no interest. I was like, we're going to bond. Yeah. And he's like, I really don't care. <laughs> oh, no. But also context of that Montreal for me was... That was the first time I was going to see my ex who like broke oh, my no. heart that led me to a full spiral depression. Oh no. Lied, manipulated, everything. So I was I would have been on high edge if I knew I was going to see. They ex. were in the elevator with us. No. Yeah. Uh, so, um, cause they're friends with Sabrina. And so Sabrina, my ex, and I put a lot on it. I didn't know if we were going to, I don't know what I was thinking, but it was obviously yeah. heightened emotions. There was a few of us and I don't, what I'll tell you my point of view. So it was just <laughs> okay. humiliating. Cause so we all get into the elevator to smoke weed and I straight up, I'm like, I don't know why you're coming with us. And yeah. you, I like loved it. I respected you so much. I was like, that was the moment I was like, Oh, badass. But you were like, what the fuck? I can go wherever I want. These are my friends what's wrong with you and I was just like I think it's weird that you're coming to smoke weed with us and then when the doors open we go outside there's like 40 people smoking weed so I even looked more insane because it was like everyone smoking weed trying to exclude someone from smoking weed was insane and so I go to my friends and I go was that fucked up and they go yeah that was like something we had never seen before and then my ex said I thought you guys were friends and you were kidding and I go no and so I immediately found you and apologized and you were like yeah I'm over this like why are you doing this we were this was like eight years ago we were young we didn't even fight it had already been also years years yeah (laughs) 
years. And that was like a, a moment where it was like humiliating. I apologize for I was lucky yeah. that you were like, yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah. please stop this. Like, we can be friends. Um, so that was very comforting and nice. And then, you know, whatever Montreal happened. Yeah. But that was definitely a moment where I was like, what am I doing? I have a similar memory, obviously, but I don't remember standing up for myself at all. Like, oh, I remember, no, you were a badass. See, the, in my head, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. There's no weed. I'm freaking out. I have to smoke weed. And I see Sabrina and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, can we smoke? I think I had asked her like previously already a couple of times. She's like, yeah, 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 in a bit. You know, like it was like there for me. And by the way, Montreal, like I've never I don't really get comedy stuff like I've been doing comedy forever. And like, I feel like I have kind of the respect of some peers, but like, I feel like I haven't done a lot of things that are like, I'm a comic, you know, like the badge things, like the late nights and the blah, blahs. And so it's like my first year in Montreal. I'm like, not even really doing any big shows. I'm like featuring for Michelle. And yeah, I'm just like, oh, fun. We're gonna I know Sabrina and she's like still cool with me, even though, you know, because I always feel like I lost a lot of people in the divorce. Oh, really? so I was like, oh, she's still cool with me. So like, that's like where I'm at. Like, I'm thinking like, Lisa's here. Like, it's not even a thing. And I remember you being like, why are you coming? Like, I don't even understand. Like, why are you coming to smoke weed with us? And I remember just being like, wait, let's all be cool. Let's smoke. Like, that's how I remember in my head. I was, I was like, let's smoke. Like what's going on? Like we're all smoking weed. And then you apologize and stuff. But also I had met this French dude in Montreal that I like had this incredible weekend with like went to his lake house and was fucking him all weekend and he was like waiting for me outside oh my god so when we came down and he was like what was that uh, that was crazy what was that so, like he saw the whole thing <laughs> so that's my night and then yeah no you did stand up for yourself wow and made me be like yeah she fucking was like no I'm going wherever I want these are my friends and you can't dictate what people do and I was like you're right you know I was kind of I don't know, tail between my legs, but... What a journey, dude. No more yelling in public. But it was also um, cool that you immediately wanted... You, yeah, you seem like you're, you want to squash everything. You're, yeah, like, ready attention. to squash. I feel, I feel like I'm, like, overly empathetic. I feel people... That's a codependent thing where, like, your emotions are affected by how other people see you or feel about you. I feel like when people don't like me, I'm like, why don't they like me? Like, let's just be cool. Like, I have this thing. What is codependency? Codependency is like your mood is dependent on how other people's moods are wow. or how you affect them. And instead of being like your own separate entity of being like, this is how I feel. And this is why I feel this way. You're like, how do you feel? Are you okay? Am I okay? Are you okay? You know, like, so are you, do you become close with bossy people? Yeah. That kind of dictate what happens. Yes. And I've noticed lately, like with a lot of friends where I'm like, I don't want that. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I don't want that. I'll invite friends a lot to like dinner or something. And they're like, no, I'm hanging out with this person instead. Can we go do this thing with them? I'm like, no, I've, I'm, I have a plan already. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm trying to be better about like, no, this is what I want to do. I don't know. I was really close with my sister too. And you still are. Yeah. So I think that's the thing too. Does she live here? No, Virginia. So you don't you don't get to hang out. No, we what like she do in Virginia. Day. She's an artist, but she works at an architectural firm doing their um, marketing and stuff, all their art stuff. And, Got it. I was yeah. like, I uh, thought maybe military. And That's she's where a mom. I go she's a mom. Virginia. I know Virginia. It's so pretty there. Really? I love it. And now that I go back, I'm like, oh, I could see this. Sissy Spacek lives there. I'm like, I could be like a sissy. If I make one movie, I'm moving to Virginia. That's it. Is that the dream? I would like to have a house there and have a house here. Yeah. I'd like to have a house, period. What are we talking about? What am I talking about? Multiple homes. Yeah, I went to a really nice house for a Hanukkah party, and I was like, damn. So pricey here. You guys are killing it. It was a power couple. I love that. It was a power couple. It was like a musician and a comedy 
Oh, I love Killer. that. Do you have any grudges that you're... Are there people in your life where you go, no matter what, even if they apologize, I will not? No, absolutely not. Because I think people can really grow and change. I'm a totally different person. And also looking back on it, I was with Nick, I was just so insecure about myself in the relationship that it really projected onto a lot of people around me. What made you insecure about it? I don't know. I just think I felt like... I never felt like it was about us. I kind of lived his life with him, you know, a little bit. Mm. But I was just young and totally in love and being like, whatever you want, you know. And I think looking back on it, I could have been a little more. I always just like that you guys balled so hard. It was like your first TV jobs, right? And you guys got like a penthouse. Like elevator opens into your place. We got really lucky. It was so funny because the guy showed it to us. We're like, this is for assholes, right? And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And we're like, we want it. And he's like, I thought so. And I was like, for assholes? But we kept it like as an Airbnb forever. Like we just got rid of it right before COVID. Wow, really? Yeah. It's cool that you got rid of it at the perfect time. Yeah, thank God. I like beg I was like, please, I don't I can't run this anymore. Like And with you, you split the money. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I mean we were like texting back and forth still a year after we had broken up about Airbnb stuff when he, we hadn't even seen each other. And that's like a weird thing too, because it's like sometimes I'll like see an old friend and I'm like, Do you like me or do you think I'm just like Nick you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Is there, well, you haven't seen him and mm -hmm. you, I know you don't like tension, but you are squashing things. Have you been on a work set or in a party or in a situation where it is tense in the recent history or Mm. not really? I guess, well, now because everything's Zoom, I'm like, oh, it's really awkward when that person was on that Zoom call. Um, No, but I like realize that a lot of like my, I have some like weird things that I've noticed with certain comics where they'll be like talking to a whole group sitting down and they like won't include me in the eye contact. Like a, that's like a big bro comic thing that happens. And I feel like it's like a microaggression where it's like, you're not good enough to be included in like my little circle of concentration. I'm like, okay. Wow. That I, that recently happened to me, but I've had an altercation with this person. So it made sense. They didn't want to look at me. What happened? What did you do? I called out someone that's very famous. Yeah. Um, and I don't think very famous people know how to handle when people aren't just saying yes to them all the time. Yeah. Like, especially if that's why sometimes at the cellar or whatever, if there's a famous person at the table, I won't even go over there because watching people interact with the famous Ugh, person it's makes cringy. me uncomfortable. Oh my God. You should be like a professional no person, you know, where like the girl's like, everybody says I should get bangs. And you just look at her and you're like, no. I mean, because <laughs> like, I, I fucked up in a way, like I did disrespect this person, <laughs> but they were misogynist. And like, I oh, don't yeah. find, like, I don't have to be nice to misogynists. I don't care if you hosted the Oscars. I don't give a shit. You know? Oh my God. Was it, was it Franco? (laughs) No. Oh my God. Was it Anne Hathaway? You're like, listen up. Anne. I wish I would be, I would be, I would be a yes. There are, is, there are celebs that I'm around where I become that person. Uh, Yeah. You can't even help it. You're like, what's happening to me? I'm sweating. Like I've turned my back to uh, like, I have been in active conversations and if David Tell shows up, I will ignore you. I don't care. I'll turn around. Oh my God, I'm upset. That's my number one. He's my number one too. See, that's That's so weird that, yeah, I know. (laughs) We're very similar too. I watched your set the other day and I was like, what the fuck? Like, just so interesting that we had this dumb fuck thing for so many years. Like, it's so nice that we can come around and go like, oh my God, this is where we were. This is where we are. Well, and the age thing is important too, because I started at 21 yeah. You know, like you're young. It would be fucking wild if I kept acting like I did at 21. True. And hopefully all of our careers and everyone we know continues to do this for decades, but we will be in each other's orbs for decades. I know. It's I think about that all the time. I'm like, just be cool with this because if you're not, like you're going to continue to suffer. Like why? 
Why? Yeah. But also, should we all like quick comedy? <laughs> no, like, I just what's the healthy thing so to do? Much. I'm like right now in a moment where I'm hating it. Well, as we wrap up, why don't yeah. you just you taped a special? I taped a special. I'm very overwhelmed with how, like how we're releasing it. Why? Like, just because like I've never really put any of my stand up online. Once I burn this hour, it's like time to write new fucking material for real, which I already know that, but yikes. Um, so I'm releasing it like as clips and then as a whole thing. And then as a vinyl, like with the, I did it with a full band. So like all the songs and stuff like that. I wrote a new song today called I'm old. I'm really excited to perform it on Thursday. <laughs> What's happening Thursday? Just like a set. Oh, Just like okay. a local set. <laughs> and you're going to do a song. I'm going to do this new song. We'll see how it goes. It's very exciting. The new well, piano player is amazing. Who is it? The at the comedy store. She's Chevy oh, Chase's daughter. Yes, Kaylee. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, I yeah. didn't know. I was like, why is why is he following? I was like, oh my god, that's her dad. Well, it was funny. She was talking about. She's like, sometimes I kind of want to like bank in and do my and use nepotism. She goes, everyone else does it, and I just want to like call someone up and be like, can I just nepotism yeah. right now yeah you're like it's and, in my blood but i was like who is this bitch i was yeah. like i wonder because she was talking about some high class things to nepotize i don't even know the, how to yeah. say these words to nepotize I love I that. and then someone told me and i was like oh he has like streets named after him in the city we live I, in yeah i lived i lived on chevy chase road but then so she crazy. had a prius and i was like i like that yeah la babies <laughs> are not like as spoiled as new york babies really yeah i feel because they're like a little more like i don't care about material stuff like i need to feel something in New York, they you know, just cut. I throw. just miss New York so much. It was chilly today. I was like, mm. "Would you move there?" No, you're. Well, here. I was there for like I did the bi coastal thing pretty seriously for like seven years. Okay, and I miss it. But like going without an apartment now, I'm like, oh, it's so cold, and like nobody will let me crash, and I'm like, I don't know where I am. You know, I miss it. I miss having the place there. It's a uh, beautiful. I would travel with a purse. Like, yeah, I'm just going to my apartment. Don't worry about. It, it was such a moment. Oh, because you even though you Airbnb it, you had it for yourself. I had like a locked you closet. Yeah, so I had like a locked closet with all my clothes. I literally would fly with a purse. That's I love. It doing was that. sick. Yeah, like I had all the dog food there, everything. Like I left it really like itemized. I'm very OCD, so I was like, mm, everything's ready to go. Because I also wonder who is Airbnb that. Because I like I wonder who was your clientele. I probably a lot of people having sex. Okay. Yeah, or like little young families, like a lot of like French families or like people, French like families. a lot of uh, like immigrants coming into like tourism shit, you know, because you can't stay in the city. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, a lot of people fucked up our apartment. We had really? to deal with a lot. Yeah. We had a couple robberies. We had a couple people like this one guy's like, I got drunk and punched this mirror. Is that is that bad? He's like, I left a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, it was a thousand dollars, but that's fine. <laughs> Like it was crazy. Just shit like that would happen all the time. I was at an Airbnb for a month in like their attic apartment. And I uh, basically I flooded and the water went through their house and collapsed a ceiling. Stop. But I had to continue staying there. So every time they were probably like, what the collapsed ceiling? Well, like they said that the bait, like it went through and the, uh, the second floor level collapsed. But I didn't have any whole, like... What did you do? Were you just high, taking a bath? No, this is... The, the thing is, <laughs> their sink did have a clog because yeah. a, a slow drip shouldn't flood your whole home in an hour. Oh. But there was a drip because this... I mean, it sounds fake, but yeah. I have a Jojo Siwa scrunchie and it's so fat yeah. that the sink didn't fully close because the scrunchie was behind it. I understand it. it. 
And so then at three in the morning, it was just banging. But I went to bed around two. So it's like in an hour. That's also on your plumbing. Like that's fucking wild. A drip shouldn't collapse the ceiling. But Airbnb yeah. paid for everything. But I. Yeah. They hated me, obviously, so I much. I would hate you. Also, wait, would you fuck Jojo Siwa? Like she's kind of getting hot now, right? Am I crazy? She is, but she is a teen. Like she is an 18, 19. I would she's not. She's like 20 now, right? No, I think she's 18, 19. Okay. You think she's 20? I think she, she feels more mature. <laughs> yeah, her ponytails. But I her wonder if she's tails. still with her first girlfriend or she's not. not. They I broke seen up. That. But there was no poster announcement. She just suddenly disappeared. She from didn't the posts. do it. Yeah, she didn't do it. No, there was like a. I read like something official and some official like people thing. But I've been watching her dance show and I'm like, not no. Like she's kind of getting hot to me now. Yes, for sure. Like she's it's a hot just, lesbian it's also girl. how yeah it's like she handles herself very like masculine but wears like little kids outfits I don't know what's going on with my head but I'm like I think but I she's like maturing this. she had the new outfit where it was center titty cleavage like she's uh, growing there was yeah. like a heel but do you think she's fucking her dancing with the stars partner one hundred percent I want that because I see the photos I'm like oh the tension like they love each they are friends they they have a connection I'm too much of a top she's too much of a top we'd be wrestling but it would be so fun you're a top. <laughs> I'm, I'm verse, I'm, I switch, but I start, I think I start like that and then I kind of fade and then I'm like, fuck me, you know, (laughs) but yeah, lately I've been like, oh my God, I think I'm sexual towards her. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird, but it's, um, it's fine. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad someone said it. Someone has to say it. it. (laughs) We said it. She's, she's legal, right? I'm not just talking about some child here. Am I cut this part out? No, she's she's legal. She's definitely legal, but it still makes me uncomfortable, but I'm glad you said it. Cause yes, I do think she's hot. Yeah. She's like gotten hot to me. I mean, I thought Billie Eilish was hot before everybody else. I started the movies last week. Stop with brunette. (gasps) Well, no, she had hood on and a face mask. You could just tell from her ocean eyes. Her ocean eyes. Those <laughs> eyes. No one has those eyes. And she lives in Highland Park. Like she's from. So I'm she could have been obsessed. there. I can't believe I talked oh. shit about you publicly on a podcast Insulted. and then also stole your scarf. <laughs> but look, look at us now. Yeah. In L.A. In L.A. We're in gold hoops. Would, would they be surprised if we were grinding in this entire podcast? No. <laughs> just tripping the night away. No, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. I needed this. Say on Instagram or how people can find you. or Jade Cataprata, all this stuff. I have a new show on Hulu coming out next year called Hotties, which I'm really excited about. What's and it about? It's a, it's like a hybrid dating cooking competition show, and I judge it, and I make fun of everybody on it. So no way. And then during the date, we feed them like really spicy stuff, like ghost peppers. It's like, I'm so, so excited about it coming Are there out. other comics on it? No, it's just me. Wow. So I'm psyched. And it's like a bunch of really hot people that we were like making throw up and stuff. It's fun. It's super highbrow. <laughs> Congrats. That's fucking good. Thanks. I'm psyched. I hope we get to do a bunch more. It was really, really fun. They like really let me be. So it was really fun. Hotties. Hotties. Perfect. Perfect. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I obviously did. It's like so fun reminiscing about your bad behavior, but there is something I forgot. Like that's the thing, you know, I'm a normal human too. When you walk away from a fight or a conversation or anything, it's always like, oh, I should have said that. Why didn't I say this? I forgot that. And one of the reasons I was feeling insecure seeing Jade in Montreal and like yelling at her in the elevator, besides like the X energy and whatever else was going on with me, maybe I can say that I landed late. 
or earlier didn't sleep, whatever. No excuses. But also, I had seen that she was hanging out and like lots of photos are being posted with someone that I had recently stopped being friends with who talked tons of shit about her. But I, I should tell her that actually. But I didn't like that she was friends with this other person who I thought was talking shit about me. So it was true insecurity where I was like, oh, she's probably talking all this shit about me with this girl who I know doesn't like me. We had a blowout. So I think I was coming from that place, too, where it's like, oh, you want to hang out with her? Well, fuck you then. So that is exciting. Um, Still can't tell you what I'm going to what I ate. So tune in for next week to see if I ordered, you know, Portillo's or something a little bit more sensible, like a noodle and company, JK. I just, uh, digestion, aging, it's tough. Um, oh, I'm, okay, I think I'm going to get in trouble. I have to tell you guys, you have to be calling and emailing, okay? Please, we need stuff. And I know you're like, you're not even answering them. We're recording, we're doing it, we're giving good advice. Just fucking get involved. 323-677-1943 or email enemiesthepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Enemies is a headgum podcast. Trish Hadley is our executive producer, engineer, and editor. Katie Moose is our supervising producer from headgum. Me, Lisa Traeger, I am also a producer. Hello. Thank you so much, Carly Jean Andrews, for the cover art. You're incredible. Jack Krause, thank you for the theme music. I love it. Please follow me on Instagram at either at GlitterCheese or at Enemies Podcast. Tell us about your own enemies by emailing enemiesthepodcast at gmail.com or calling 323-677-1943. That was a HeadGum Podcast.